Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zuck. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and a self-care tip to keep your week going. Um, so this past week, I launched a TikTok Reels Masterclass, um, and I can't begin to share the value of if you're not maximizing on these platforms, even doing one every other week, um, you need to be on it. People are going viral, reaching millions and hundreds and thousands of people, and you're really missing out by not showing up there. So please start doing that. If you have any questions or want to learn more about my masterclass, please reach out to press, P-R-E-S-S, at nextonscene.com. But my advice for real is to definitely, for real, kind of funny that it's reals and for real. Um, definitely get on creating TikToks and reels. Step out of your comfort zone. You can completely be in sweatshirts, no makeup. These these kids and adults are going completely viral just being themselves. Feel comfortable. Be yourself. Don't make a perfect video because those are the ones that actually don't end up going viral. So that's my advice for the day. My self-care tip of the day. I love a good candle. Um, I'm looking at one on my desk at the moment. I always need good scents around me and essential oils and all those things. Um, So my advice is to find something that makes you feel good when you smell it and keep it around you at all times um, because that makes such a difference, at least for me. So now I'm really excited to share my amazing guest with you today. We have the amazing Penny Melitolidis. She is a fitness artist. She has such a unique background being a designer and now transformed, also building a whole entire fitness career as a trainer. She's a competitor. She's a mom. She's doing so many things. I can't wait for you all to meet her. So stay tuned for the amazing Penny Melitolidis. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Penny Melitolidis. She is one amazing fitness artist based in the Boston area, and she works with people all over, and I'm so excited to have her here. Hi, Penny. How are you today? Hey, Jackie. How's it going? I'm excited. I'm so excited to have you here. Penny is a rising entrepreneur we nominated. This is so exciting, and she is really taking a unique take on combining fitness and art. So explain to our audience what a fitness artist is, Penny. Yeah, definitely. So by nature, I'm an artist. I've been an artist my whole life. And I went to school for graphic design in particular. And, you know, I had worked in the corporate world and then I continued on and ran my own business. And I've been going strong with that for the last um, 10 to 12 years. And I say 10 to 12. I always hesitate to say more than 10 because during the pandemic, things were always so like iffy. Um, And I had a period where I wasn't doing anything. So, but let's consider it 12 years. (laughs) I've been going strong. My business is still alive. So doing well again. Thank God it's thriving and all that. But what happened was during that transition, when the pandemic did hit, I was leaning more toward my other occupation, which is a fitness trainer. Um, I was doing group training classes at a studio that I work at and at title boxing that I also work at, um, still there, both of them. And at the time or very early on thinking that the lockdown was going to be super quick, and not the lockdown, but the pandemic <laughs> in, in general. Like, oh, yeah, it was really both. It was totally both. <laughs> it was really both. 
we will be done in two weeks and we'll be up and running in no time. But no, uh, as soon as the pandemic hit and as soon as we were on lockdown, I lost all of the work that I had in line waiting to get done. It was all, all events were canceled, everything. Cause I do custom invitations and stuff. I do marketing collateral for businesses. It's kind of like two aspects of design that I, you know, enjoy doing and I've been doing for all this time and all that stuff just went out the door. So I kind of leaned toward fitness and did virtual training with my uh, members at each place. And any, and um, anyway, so when I realized that this is going to be something long-term, I was trying to find that thing that my, why, like my niche, what, what is, what is it about my, what I do that stands? I know myself, like I know I'm personable with people. I know that I'll go above and beyond. It's not, everything's not so like, um, by the book, you know, I go up, you know, I go out of my way to answer people. Someone can text me. I have a member who will text me questions on something they ate or whatever it may be. I'm always available. I try to be available as best I can, but what is it about my thing that can grow to beyond just a local community? I was trying, I was struggling with that because my, my design business, I built from the ground up. Right. So I felt like the fitness stuff was not mine. Like, yes, I work for these two places and yes, I do my own thing on the side with like fitness and nutrition and I enjoy it very much, but something about it. I remember venting to you being like, I just feel like I'm working among like a flooded environment full of like all these trainers. And, um, my design business was not that it was very unique to me. It was very like, I stand out in this, this world, in this area, especially, and my work is everywhere. It's not just in like, say the Boston area, people call me from wherever, if they need an invitation, it doesn't matter where they're located. If they need a logo design for their new business, of course, it doesn't matter where they are. Obviously word of mouth is the best form of advertisement, you know, with businesses like this, um, because of experience, you know, other people have worked with me. They highly recommend me. I appreciate it. And life goes on. So anyway, so you and I were talking one day and you're like, well, let's do both. Like, you know, why do you have to give up one? I felt like, I think out of excitement of transitioning, I wanted to find something new during this lockdown. Like, oh, I'll just focus my attention on fitness. I realized I'm like, this is not fully mine. I don't have full control of these businesses. Like the studio is not mine. Title boxing obviously is not mine. My design business is mine. Um, this was a little bit of that, you know, battle in my head, you know, like, why am I trying to drop this design world? Like this, what I, it's who I am, not just what I do. It's who I am. So I'm glad that I kind of threw that back in there and we've determined, you know, how often, for example, say a bride to be comes up to me and wants wedding invitations. Chances are they're also working on their health and wellness, fit into that dress, all that good stuff. Yeah, you're you're working with I'm working with someone who's doing an invitation design and I'm training them for you know to to regulate it's a their full nutrition. package. It's like the platinum <laughs> penny package. <laughs> the platinum penny package. I like that. The triple P. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's how that all came about. So in a sense, it's kind of nice that the pandemic did happen because who knows if this would have happened if 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 you know sometimes we say like through the darkness comes all all the that bright light, you know, it's, it's true. So true. But also too, like, just to kind of follow up on the fitness aspect, cause I feel like you're not giving yourself enough credit in that arena. <laughs> but like, so it, it really started once you had kids, right? So that, that was really a new morph for you too. So you're kind of training moms that like, you can come out of postpartum and like transform. Right. And that's where like, 
you've really blossomed yeah. in that arena. So can you share this, more about this that? This is true. I'm glad you definitely brought that up because this is, this is definitely something that my focus has always been more toward women in general. Men, I have nothing, no problem working with men either. Um, they're very simple. Um, women have a lot that they're fighting in their minds. I feel like there's a lot going on in the mind. And I always emphasize first all off that I also went through it. So sometimes people will say to me, oh, well, you probably don't understand because, you know, you're a trainer and you've always been fit and da, 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 da. And it's like, wow, I can't even emphasize how further from the truth that is. Because if you know anyone's story, you get an idea of how, you know, everyone has their own story. So if someone doesn't know my story, they do assume on the outside that I've just always had it easy and, you know, but the hard yeah, but work. Behind. But you just, but the whole point is now you have it together because you went through that period went, and yeah, now I you went teach through. people how you, how to do it also, you know, which I think is right. awesome. And it's all I can do is do that is educate. But at the, at the end of the day, I realized that until that person, that mom or whoever it may be is ready mentally, they're not going to take that leap of faith to better them, their health and their wellness. It's just right. one of those things. Right. It has to click. It really does because I can, I can preach until like, you know, my last dying day, but um, it's not going to work if they haven't grasped that, like, okay, I got to do something to better my life. So moms in general, we tend to put ourselves last. Um, we tend to, you know, be great at taking care of the rest of the family, get this done, that done, this chore, run around, lots of that, lots of multitasking. We are professionals at multitasking. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, we have no willpower, so we say, in taking care of ourselves. We, <laughs> the secret is we do have willpower. We just choose to like shift, you know, where we want to prioritize. And that's what it is. That's all it is. Because between my having two businesses, I have two kids, a husband, a house, you know, I don't have any pets, but I don't know where I would find time for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's, it's a lot, but these women do have come a long way. And I do try to educate that as long as you're okay internally, like you have to be able to grow from the inside out. Um, If a seed is not healthy, if it's not, if it's dead, what are you planting? What are you watering? You're not watering anything and nothing's going to grow from it. So with that being said, I'm always trying to regulate the pace of lifestyle changes too. I feel like everyone's always in a rush. Like I have a young girl. She actually is not a mom. Um, Just, you know, a woman who wants to lose some weight and feel good in her own skin. And unfortunately, um, she's a great girl. I don't have anything against her in any way, but she um, had to cut ties with, with training because she expected quick results probably not a good example for moms because I know we, we have, uh, obviously we've carried children and I think everybody, event, I think moms though, have that mentality because you have so much on your mind that you do want results done fast because you don't have time. Right. So right. I think I that's a completely valid point. It is. Yeah. I guess with moms in particular, it's different because so in a nine month pregnancy, your body changes so much, right? Your stomach just grows so much, so much more than you could ever imagine. And then it just shrinks. Right. But then your body changes. So you're like, wait, I want to get back to that pre-pregnancy body, you know? And you're like, and now, now you're giving yourself as a new mom, this imaginary timeline of when you need to get back to this pre-pregnant. I need to get back into my jeans. I need to get back into it's like, but why go buy a new pair <laughs> for now. <laughs> And then over time, you know, you do the right things because metabolism changes, obviously with age, everything changes, Um, especially if like, say you're a nursing mom and you're breastfeeding and, you know, your body is for sure different. Everything's different. 
Um, so I think we need to be kinder to ourselves, whether you're a mom or not. That's why I brought up the, the, the woman who is not a, a parent. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, you really do have to be happy with who you are right now because um, it doesn't time is time goes by so fast. You're not, you end up not even soaking in the important little things when you're so overly focused on these. I don't know how to call it. It's not, it's not that it's not important. It's obviously important for self-care. Well, I think but when it's minuscule not- in, in the big scheme of things. Is that more of what you mean? Like, it's not that it's not important, but like the thought is like a short-term goal in the, in the big scheme of things. Is that more of. Yeah. And just, and just creating a stress for something that's not even real, you know, like we're going to stress out about needing to go back to pre-pregnancy weight within the next three months. Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> world so in and out like people don't maintain that when it's off so short term isn't that true too yeah it ends up being like a, a like a like a high like a spike you, you might get some quick results for a short time and then you plateau and then you give up you know right. that's not normal nobody nobody wants to work in that kind of pace perfect example when I started as a graphic designer how unrealistic would it have been right out of college for me to be like I'm gonna be um a director within three months <laughs> like what I have no experience right you can't I mean maybe some maybe it is possible like in this possible, world right anybody right. can make something happen right. but I agree of get, go ahead I don't want to interrupt but I completely that's right it. no you're because you get it exactly yeah. like it every, anything is possible and I'm a firm believer of that I will never turn anyone's dreams down because I know how strong having a goal and a dream can be I've been through it all um so I, I would never discourage someone's dream, but you have to be realistic. If someone, for example, wants to lose 50 pounds, I tell them all the time. I tell my clients all the time, okay, don't aim to lose 50 pounds right now. Aim to lose five. And what? Five? You know, it's like, well, how are you going to lose 50 if you haven't lost the first five? And then another five. And then you start seeing your body transitioning and then you get motivated. And there's something to be said about that slow, that marathon. That's not the sprint. That's the, that's the best analogy I can give. This is a journey for life. It's not something you stop. I used to have that problem myself. I'd say, okay, I need to lose a certain amount of weight before a wedding. Someone's wedding coming up. Yeah, and then what? And then you just drop it all and you go back to your unhealthy weight. Have we all done that at some point? I've so been guilty of that too, right? Like 100%. Right. Obviously, right? So So what's your advice to maintain? Like in terms of like realistic goals, seeing that you've personally been through this and you train, like what advice do you have for people? Oh my gosh, the most realistic thing I can say right now. So think of it. I always think of analogies, right? So every day we have routine, our routine. What's one of the first things you'll do in the morning? Like realistically, you'll brush your teeth, you'll eat breakfast, what all those things. So first thing you said was you'd brush your teeth. Perfect. I mean, majority of people, that's probably the first thing they want to do, right? That's how, that's how a routine for your own health should be. You should wake up and make sure you, I don't know, pick a goal. Maybe you should be drink that first glass of water as soon as you wake up every day and have your vitamins with it because everybody needs vitamins. I mean, I, I could start there and change nothing else at the beginning, but start there. And that's a new thing that you've just included in your daily regimen. And I would say again, ease into changes. I think that's another thing that people like to do is change everything all at once. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to drink up a little water. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the gym six days a week and I'm going to be fit. And you're just like, holy shit, you didn't do anything, any of this. And now you're going to do all of it. Wow. That's such <laughs> a good way, that's point awesome. though. That's such yeah. a good point. I feel like that is so what so many people do. 
And I did too. I did the same thing. This is why I am capable of saying this because I've experienced it and it doesn't work. (laughs) It just doesn't work. So yeah, just doing this one daily habit and actually going back to the teeth brushing, perfect analogy. We do it every day. When you brush your teeth one day, do you see like, oh, my teeth look whiter. Oh, I have no cavities anymore. No, that doesn't happen in one day of teeth brushing. You know, know, like you have to brush your teeth for like, who knows how, I mean, forever. (laughs) You don't stop brushing your teeth. Completely true. Completely true. And alongside that, I want to also add now that I'm on a roll with this teeth brushing thing and my husband's a dentist. So (laughs) I feel like adding that to it. Um, you know, we go to a dentist twice a year, right? When you go to the dentist twice a year, do you just come in and out and, you know, it's like you go in one time and they clean your teeth and that's it. See you in six months. Right. It's the daily, it's the daily, it's the daily habits, the daily habits, the daily habits. I keep trying to emphasize that. Like I had uh, someone who was like, Oh my God, between Christmas and new years, I ate a lot of crap. And I'm like, okay. And, Oh, I just feel like I got bloated and I gained weight. And I'm like, all right. So what do I say? It's not from Christmas to New Year's what you did. It's from New Year's to Christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> the year after. You know what I mean? From New Year's to Christmas. That's a almost a full year of commitment to whatever it is you do every day. For those six, seven days from Christmas to New Year's, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, let's not dive off the deep end, but like, it's the daily routine. So that's going back to what I would say for suggestions. I would definitely say stick to something that you can maintain, whether it's drinking that extra two cups of water a day that you normally do, whatever it may be, just focus on that. And then you slowly add from there, you know, okay, now I'm going to eat more vegetables. Now I'm ready. I've been doing the water thing forever. I'm good. I'm going to throw in more vegetables now on my meals. Okay. I'm good. You know, and then you up your challenges. That's just how things work. It takes time is what it comes down to. So for you, like, cause you have such a good journey. Like you lost a lot of weight in your postpartum, right? I did, but I definitely at the beginning, um, when I lost the weight at the beginning, I had the mentality of, I need to rush this. I need to go back to my pre-pregnancy stuff. So when I had my firstborn, cause I have two kids and my firstborn, the, I don't know, like, yeah, six weeks after I had my daughter, I, decided to obviously jump on the, the the fitness bandwagon. So I would do like workouts at home and stuff. And I was following some sort of like loose nutrition plan. And again, making small changes to help myself. So I did, I, I did lose weight, but I, I didn't necessarily know how and why, if that makes sense. So I didn't know how I was, if I was building any muscle, I didn't know how I was actually losing the weight. I was just kind of following what I was being told to do on these videos and stuff that were effective it was actually like one of those, uh, what's it called? Insanity. Do you remember insanity? Oh, yes. All of the beach body stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So beach body. Yeah, exactly. So I was like kind of just doing what I was told and I was like, oh, it's working. And I started plateauing and I was really frustrated. So I remember kind of giving up, right. I kind of took a break and then I got pregnant again years later with my son. Didn't do anything. When I tell you, Jackie, I didn't move. <laughs> I think I ate Chinese food once a week. and like, just sat around all day. I mean, I worked obviously, but like, I did not. I did not exercise. I envy, I, I shouldn't say envy. I admire pregnant women who exercise. I know a lot of women, like I'm, I come from a Greek cultural strict background. I mentioned it all the time. And my mom would have been like mortified if I was exercising during my pregnancy. Serious? That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. It's just so foreign. The idea sounds like, oh my God, you're just going to kill your child. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's not the case. 
for the most part anyway <laughs> let's not I'm not a doctor so <laughs> obviously everyone's situation is different but yeah it wasn't until after I had my second child that I realized I need to do something more because this flip-flopping with my body turning to like what I kept calling an accordion it was like gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight and losing weight I was like I can't do this anymore this is exhausting my body hurt my back I would throw it out just putting a sock on I would throw my back out like <laughs> um yeah so I decided to get into strength training. That was a huge life-changing decision for me. Um, it wasn't just say cardio or a high intensity workout or whatever. It was, it was strength, building strength through weightlifting. And it wasn't anything crazy at the beginning, but I definitely, you know, you feel, and this is what I said at the beginning of working on the internal, the, the mind's strength, it started becoming, I felt empowered and I started feeling more confident. And my clothes started fitting better. That was the physical part, obviously. Um, I wasn't freaking out if I went to the quote unquote men's section of the gym, which it's not a men's section, but you tend to see all the men in that section <laughs> with the weights. Um, I would just walk right in. I'm like, this is my gym too. <laughs> I, I love do it. This. You know, it's like little, little changes that would happen so over time. True. I also think too, from, just from experience, because I'm currently going through this, like to get myself back into the fitness arena, like I'm just not ready for it yet. You know, yeah. like, that intimidates me still. So I like appreciate everything you're saying because I'm just normal. not there yet, you know, but it's normal. It's totally fine. And it's okay. And that's what another thing that women need to remember that don't beat yourself up because that stress, first of all, stress destroys everything. There isn't a single positive thing about stress. None. <laughs> so you know, so when you could be on your way to doing good things, but if you're stressing about it, you're actually not, you're stalling on that progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so don't, it's not something you should stress about. Just make these daily healthy changes, make the changes in the kitchen. You know, like I said, create a daily habit where you're drinking, uh, you start off your day and you have that cup of water right off the bat. You know, you had a cup of water in the morning. Totally. I, I'm over here. I drink a, a gallon a day. So I just honk it. You're amazing. <laughs> but you know, I can't say that I started my life with drinking a gallon a day. My God, Eric drinks a gallon a day right off the bat. It took some time. And even still, there's days where I just don't have time to finish that gallon. It's work right. and life gets in the way. Um, so much, so much up and down. And it's okay when things are not exactly the same every day either. People are so just ready to beat themselves up. Think about how often, especially women, will find that thing they don't like about themselves, right? But how quick are we to say something positive? Actually, a few months ago, if any of my members at the studio ever hear this, they're going to die laughing because they'll know who they're, who I'm talking about. But I had a class one day, I taught a great class and I was just about done and this one's looking in the mirror with how her booty looks and that one's looking in the mirror how much oh look at my rolls and that, 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 that and they're about to leave I literally locked the door on them I'm like we are not leaving until you guys have one positive thing you can tell me about yourselves I love that <laughs> but it was actually beautiful because not only did they find one thing they liked about themselves granted one person was like oh I like my smiles like I'll take it <laughs> But then they started complimenting each other and it was awesome to see. And then they wouldn't leave. They just kept going on and on and on and going, I was like, this is, this is great. But that's supposed <laughs> to show like women need more of that all the time. Yes. Yeah, it's true. And they become better moms. They become mm -hmm. better, better uh, spouses if they're, you know, whatever significant others, all that good stuff. It matters. And actually a friend of mine had told me that years ago, that was one of the trigger points for me that, you know, I said at the beginning how you need something that might click for you to yes. switch gears. Yes. 
that was one of them for me was my friend told me that when you're running on empty, you're, you're at the, you know, you're at a wall, you come to a wall, but if you take care of yourself, you become a better friend, a better daughter, wife, parent, everything. I was like, Oh my God, I, I literally never even thought of that. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that makes sense when you're not burnt out. <laughs> you're so a better true, person. Though. It's such a good point. Cause yeah. how can you fuel others if you're running on empty? Exactly. And you hear these things, right? We see the cool quotes online all the time, the memes and the, the great inspirational quotes. And, oh, you want to have your glass full and da, da, da. You know, you go, you see all these cool things. I feel like a lot of times we're just like, oh, that sounds cool. Share. Oh, that sounds great. You have to really feel what you're sharing or what you're reading. It really matters. It, all of this stuff makes a difference. Yeah. I love your analogies, your inspiration, Penny. You're doing like, you need to do more of that. Even though you're like, no reels, TikToks. Share that no, kind of I know, stuff I know, there. I Share the kind of stuff there. It's so good. Absolutely. No, you I know. do. I enjoy it. I definitely do. I think sometimes when I'm getting caught up in that serious mode, when I am actually training a client or taking care of their health, right? The last thing that's on my mind is social media. But I know that's the world we live in, and I need to get better. And we all have room for improvement, right? I'm not. I'm not by any means. Nobody is an expert at everything. No, <laughs> by no means am I an expert on everything. And actually. The more you learn throughout your life, the more you realize how much you actually don't know. You're like, oh my God. So true. Yeah. You go all this time without, with learning, learning, learning. You look back, you're like, I was nowhere near that. Even when I first worked with you and just that short period of time, how much I had learned. And that, that was just this tiny little, you know, <laughs> tiny little phase. Like you keep going. It's like, it's ongoing forever. Always evolving. It is. There's always stuff to learn, right? That's why we're here on earth, like to learn. I know it's kind of spiritual, but it's so true. Oh, I see that all all, We wouldn't be here, right? That's right. That's right. How how boring would that be if we're like, yep, already knew it. Yep, already knew that too. (laughs) It's so true. It's such good points. All right. So what's next for Penny? So in terms of like collateral, marketing materials, weddings, events, and like trainings, like what are some of the goals you have for yourself? Well, obviously, and I know we've talked about this offline, I need to be so much better for myself at delegating. So I'm, I'm already getting there. I have already passed on a few jobs because I, before the pandemic, I had, a, I had a couple of freelancers. This was design related. And I, you know, I had, that's how my business kept going, 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 going. Obviously when things shut down and I took a little pause on that, when it, when things started kicking back in, the last thing I wanted to do was pass on work that I could just do myself, you know? But now I'm at this point where things are definitely getting, and it's a good problem to have, they're getting overwhelming again. Um, So I need to be better about letting go and letting my freelancers help me out. (laughs) I need to be better about asking for help. I'm I'm terrible at that. And that's a mom thing too. (laughs) Um, But there's, uh, it's the mom guilt. I was just recently talking about that mom guilt with another mom, how uh, she and some friends went away for a bachelorette party. And I guess one of the moms, her son, like broke a a bone or something, broke his leg. I don't remember what it was. And she felt so guilty that she was away on that trip. And I was like, see, this is the problem with us moms. We feel guilty for not having been able to say, she she wasn't able to bring her son to the hospital. Right. Yeah. That stinks. But like, it's not her fault. Right. It's so true. So it's a, you know, human nature is definitely a complicating one. <laughs> definitely is, but all lessons to be learned, right? It is what it yeah, is. Always room to grow and let go and ask for help and be okay with things that we can't control. That's such a huge one. It definitely is. That's such a good point. 
So from, you know, from there, from asking more help, bringing in, driving in more business, my ultimate, ultimate goal, Jackie, ultimate goal. I don't talk about it very much because I, I just want to like, just keep my head down and focus. I would love to open up a, some sort of facility where it's like literally this all-inclusive environment. Like, you know, have you heard of Lifetime, the gym Lifetime Yes, gym? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that one is too big for me. That's like a, it's almost like impersonal in a sense, like the, the staff, they all, you know, they do know each other. They know the, the members and whatnot, but it's so big that it's impossible for everyone to know anyone. And, and then like, say for example, the studio I work at is so small where everybody knows each other. Everybody knows if someone's missing from class and where they went. And it's like, you want that, like, it's like, Happy the, uh, medium. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the middle, like the, uh, what's it called? The Goldilocks. Yeah. That's <laughs> there. awesome. I love that vision. So it's, it's definitely a vision of mine that I'm, I know it's not going to happen overnight by any means, but I want a place where there's different options for people, but it's community-based and it's, it's motivational at the end of the day. It's not some place where you're like dragging your feet to go to. It's like, I can't wait to go to it. Now what that's going to be, I don't know, but it's something that is. It will will all work out and happen eventually. Right. That's what you got to do. I mean, I feel like if it's something that I want bad enough, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. true. I also truly believe we don't have visions of things if it's not meant to happen at some capacity, right? Like I truly believe that because I'm a big dreamer too. And I totally love that. Like go for it. Like it's totally yeah, yeah, showing yeah. up for a reason, you know? So awesome. I know you would always push me, you know, always I know. Push me that's like, what I'm okay. here for. Keep going, Penny. Keep going. It's good. <laughs> All right. So before we play game time and like fun facts about you, I would love for you to share how people can get in touch and work together with you potentially. Definitely. So obviously my last name is hard to say <laughs> and spell, um, but I'll, I don't know. Do you want me to just well, I'm gonna have a blog? You could say, I'm going to have a blog okay. written up about us. So you can just say Perfect. it as is and then I'll put in the blog. Yeah. yeah. The best I can do. And obviously again, I'm plugging you because you helped me with all that stuff too, was simplifying because again, the name, like I do want my name on everything, but, <laughs> but I want to make sure that everything is just the same. I don't want this one here, different that one here. So anyway, on Instagram and Facebook is the same name as my website. So it's pennymelatilitis.com. And on Facebook, it's pennymelatilitis, one word. And on Instagram, it's pennymelatilitis. So it's it's yeah, all one it word. <laughs> and yeah, on so LinkedIn. Obviously, yes, and LinkedIn. Yes, of course. My name is Penny Melatilitis on LinkedIn. And I try to focus balance out um Instagram tends to be more I know a lot of people say to me I didn't know you were a designer and I know I need to work on that as well where I I plug in my design business as well like I said that's been running so strong with word of mouth that sometimes I don't even have time to share my stuff it's so bad I just need to get organized and whether again that means asking for more help then that's what it's gonna take so and then also too before we play that really quickly so tell everyone briefly the name of the company the Olalu design stuff and uh yeah. And how they can get in touch about that. <laughs> um, my design business, which has been going since 2010, 2010. Yeah. Yeah. It was right when my daughter was born. <laughs> and actually soon after she was born was when I named it. I love design. So that's the name of my business. And it's because she used to tell me she loved me when she was a baby, but couldn't say, I love you. She would say, I love you. That's adorable. <laughs> but that's how the whole thing started. Right. And so I decided, you know what? I love design because again, it is a little cutesy, but, but I want it to be mine. I don't want it to be something that only sounds corporate and professional and whatever. Oh, true. I want it to be 
something that means something to me first. So and the business will, you know, be behind it nice and strong. <laughs> so. I love that. Awesome. Okay. So everybody needs to follow Penny, get social, reach out, Penny Melitolitis or Alalu Designs. I love it. All right. Let's talk about fun facts about Penny and then we'll play some game time. So you played the piano. Tell us more about this experience. So you've been playing since you were six. Yeah, I was a child playing piano. And then uh, you didn't know this, but my brother, who's two years younger than me, I taught him how to play the piano like two years into me playing the piano. <laughs> That's really impressive. And then, and then when I taught him like his first piece, which he doesn't remember, by the way, I had to remind him one day, he's like, you taught me my first song. I'm like, yeah, I absolutely did. And uh, he ended up taking lessons with the same piano teacher that I had after that. So he, I taught him like his first couple pieces and then he took it and ran with it. He is an amazing musician today. <laughs> I mean, you should get credit for that. That's amazing. Like I did that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, no, no, he took, he took it and like, really, nobody, you got him started. That's the goal. You got him started. Like nice job. Nice job. Yeah. Little, little big sister, you know, plug for myself there. So, but yeah, I played, I played my whole in through elementary, middle school, high school. And by the time I graduated high school, I started teaching piano, um, to young kids and, Actually, another fun fact along with that is two, two students, they were a brother and sister in my hometown at the time. They started at a young age as well. And now one of them is an actor, like a musician slash actor. And the other one is an English teacher. And I'm like, I'm just so proud of them. What a fun like they, story. They, yeah. Yeah. I love that family too. So inspired by them as well. Just their togetherness and the mother, she was a lawyer and gave up her career to like be with the kids and be a part of their lives. Like, wow, that is a huge, huge dedication. Definitely. <laughs> so from 18 years old until I became a mom, I was teaching piano. So it was a nice little side gig I had going on while I was doing my you're graphic so design. Penny. I'm like, this is so impressive. Like your resume I and just, things. I'm like so impressed. <laughs> It's just the arts. I just love what I do. I love, yeah, this world, this world of art. I love it. <laughs> it's so cool. Okay. Now this story I was really touched by, which we talked about even before we started recording, but the fact that you, your own art teacher who kind of mentored you growing up basically said you couldn't get into some of the top art schools and then you got in, which is amazing. So from an inspirational, like explain that for people that like kind of are going through those things where they don't feel they deserve yeah, that was the first yeah, time. That was the first moment for me of that feeling of like, wow, you really have to um, push yourself regardless of other people's opinions. And that's prime example right there. So when I was a young kid, I had this art teacher who, oh my gosh, I was inspired by her like almost instantly as a child. I loved what she did. I would try to copy like, you know, the things that she would show us as samples, da, da, da. Then move on, fast forward right through high school. I decided I actually wanted to be a teacher before I ever decided to do anything design related, I was going to go to school to be an elementary school teacher. And my mother convinced me out of that. She's like, nowadays, it's so hard. Kids are so disrespectful. <laughs> She's like, what are you going to do being a teacher? I'm like, because I'd have summers off. <laughs> it's true, though. And tenure for life, right? <laughs> like, I know, right? I know. There's obviously pros and cons to everything. Totally. But anyway, she mentioned to my mom herself was like, you have such a talent with art. Why don't you consider it as like your profession? I'm like, what? That was like a side hobby for me. Art was always like, oh, I love to paint or whatever it may be. So I'm like, all right, I'll look into it. So of course, me, ambitious Penny, I decide, let me apply to the freaking one of the best art colleges in the country. <laughs> Happens to be in Boston. 
So I applied to Massachusetts College of Art. Um, aside from RISD, Rhode Island School of Design, I think that one's pretty much up there with it. I don't know nowadays. I feel like I'm so out of the loop. I've been out of college for like 20 plus years. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's me either. <laughs> Just wanted to um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, all right, well, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna apply to some of the places that I want to go to. So I remember doing the tours and whatever, and I got so excited, like, oh, I could be in the city, and I loved it all. I loved everything about mass art. So I went with such excitement and it told my art teacher who I've known now for all through elementary, middle school, high school. Oh my God, I'm going to apply to mass art. You know, she went there. Um, so I knew I was like ready to like put a portfolio together, apply. And she just looked at me dead in the face and she's just like, mass art. She's like, I don't know. I don't know if you'd get into a school like that. And I was like, oh. And so instantly I just remember my face dropping. I was so excited to tell her where I wanted to apply. And she because just she, she was like a mentor to you, like you said. And like you wouldn't expect your mentor to like put you down like that. Yeah, not I didn't I did not see that coming. When I say like I was totally <laughs> just caught off guard. Yeah. So she she continued actually and said, so there was another girl. Let's call her, I'm just gonna make up a name. Let's call her Jen. <laughs> there was another girl, Jen, who was an amazing painter she was really a really great painter and amazing artist very creative mind and she goes I don't know Penny I don't know if they're gonna like like accept someone like you know you in there they want the gens there like like say implying that that's the type of person that they want at that school and I was like oh okay I understand kind of thinking well I don't paint like that but they only want painters there okay whatever so but you know mind you I was a great student I was an honor student top like 20 percent of my class uh, just hard, you know, worker all the time, every day, giving it my best. Here we go. I'm ready to go to this art school. I even passed like the AP exam part of it. I would take AP classes, get college credit courses, uh, credit. And anyway, so she discouraged me. So I went home and my mom's like, all right, so when are you going to apply? And I'm like, I'm not going to apply. She's like, you're not going to apply to your top choice. I'm like, no, you know, the teacher said that I'm not going to get in. And she like lost her mind. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. just kind of like now I start crying I remember crying at the kitchen table I remember it like it was yesterday I'm like no she's known me since I was like five she knows me and if she thinks that I'm not gonna get in then she must know something she's like you're gonna apply and you're gonna get in <laughs> and look your mom knows your mom oh knows I, she knows oh she knows how much credit I've given my, her for for pushing me and that's so I didn't see that as an option think about it like my mind blocked the thought of even applying as as an option like I didn't even think like oh let me apply in worst case they say no you're not accepted I was just like nope she said so that's what I'm gonna do I'm not applying so I applied and then I got in and I remember like my enthusiasm just went right back up and I told the teacher and she was like obviously she was happy for me but I just to this day I can never understand why she discouraged me from even applying it, it's one of those mysteries in life that I'm never going to be able to totally. you know pinpoint so that was yeah that was that was a huge moment for me like like a, like a fork in the road I feel like hey, can you share my, with my everyone though what you told me you did no it made me laugh so you got oh. it and then with your first job can you tell can you tell <laughs> yeah this is the so I'm a wise ass <laughs> I could be like a little syrup. I would have done the same thing, by the way. I would have definitely done the same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, wait. I didn't tell you this part. That girl, Jen, who I'm, you know, alias name Jen. She also ended up getting accepted to the same college. 
she dropped out. It was too much for her to handle like a year later. Right. So I finished college, did my thing, got my first job. And then when I got my first job and had my like business cards made, my first business cards that corporate made for me, I mailed her one. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, definitely mailed her one. So I, I don't know where she is today. You know, it'd be interesting to see if there's a way to reconnect with her. I have no idea where she is as a teacher, but it would right. be cool to reconnect with her. <laughs> like, look where I am now. That's so true. Sometimes you need that fire under your ass though, to be like, yeah. I can do this. Like, just because they said that I can, I'm going to prove them wrong and I'm going to get this done. I feel like that's yeah. also why I started my business. I feel like it's very common. It's why people it's do true. things. So good for it you. Shows, it shows how much passion you have toward what, what, like how much you believe in what it is that you want to do. Sometimes okay. getting discouraged and feeling, I was discouraged even with fitness, put design aside. When I transitioned into the fitness world, people were just kind of like, who does she think she is? This like misfit over here. Like, I was like, what? I, I, I really like it. You know, and it's like, well, just because you like it, you're not a pro at it. It's like, I don't expect to be a pro at it when you right. start, but you like it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. People yeah, but so. yeah, yeah. Own, it's always right? going to happen, but it's good. Yeah. It is. It's like fire up your ass. It's so true. All right. We're going to play true. three quick questions before we close out. So what is Penny's favorite food? I'm going to say sushi. Ooh, what's the sushi? Ooh, what kind of sushi? Oh. Yeah. Well, just the maki rolls in general. I could eat those. Every I love day. maki rolls. Those are the hand rolls, right? I haven't had sushi in like a year, I feel like, because I was pregnant. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I would usually like I used to say Chinese food, but no, scrap that. It's it's sushi. <laughs> I love it. So what's in the maki roll? I would say if I'm gonna go raw here, just salmon and veggies, I think. And nothing, nothing crazy. Good. Yeah. Love it. Or if I'm gonna go cooked, it's just like a I don't know, chicken teriyaki, maybe. I don't know. I like them all, to be honest. I love them all. I you love know what, actually? If you want to get specific, and I don't know what's fully in them, but there's a roll that a friend and I go and get all the time. It's a Valentine roll, it's called. And it's it's just, the, the mix is amazing. I wish I even knew what was in it. <laughs> We're going to have to Google this afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need to invest oh, it. Oh, good. Oh, perfect. <laughs> okay. Where is your favorite place you've ever traveled to? And what's a bucket list place you've never been? Oh, okay. Well, aside from being biased, I'm going to, you know, I, I, my first place was Greece, <laughs> but let's put that aside. Um, Aruba is definitely, oh my God, it is a stunning, perfect place to go to. I, I mean, think they're both, I think they're both fabulous decisions. So I don't, I don't disregard. Yeah, I'm biased with Greece, but I, you know, I can't help but make that my first choice, I think, but where do I want to go? I definitely want to go to Hawaii. I've never been. Um, but I think if I'm going to talk more exotic, I've always been intrigued by the Maldives. My brother's been there. He went, I think, for his honeymoon. I can't remember. And I was like, oh, it. that place hot. looks so magical. Yeah, it looks like not like, how is this on the same planet? as right. you know? Yeah, I think that's great like, choices. Uh, <laughs> okay, final question. If you could spend a day with somebody you've never met, dead or alive, who would you choose and why? Um, it would have to be. Dave Goggins. Who's that? Oh, <laughs> so, you know, I'm like that straight shooter. I'm terrible at sugar coating, you know, like I need direct, whatever this guy. And I still, I'm always like, like when I'm on the treadmill or the elliptical or the bike or whatever, if I'm ever doing any sort of stationary cardio and I'm watching a YouTube video or something, it's probably a Dave Goggins video. So, you know, how like Anthony Robbins or whatever people yes, like that. Tony Robbins. Yes, 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 yes. Like, 
Um, oh, what did I say? An- well, you were right. You said Anthony. I just know him as oh. Tony. That's why. Oh, 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 I thought I said another whole name for a no, second. No, no, you're good. But um, he has like inspirational like things that he shares. So this guy is like that amplified version of him where he's like, he's been through hell and back, like abused as a child. And like, he ended up in the military and very like, he does not, when I say he doesn't tolerate BS, like there's no excuses. He will not accept, <laughs> but it's motivational. He gives great analogies. He's, he pushes you like, God, there's no room to bitch and complain. Like, come on, let's do this. You know? So I get caught up in it all the time. I get caught up. My emotions get in the way sometimes, you know, I'm tired, tired mom, tired wife. <laughs> like I'm, I can, re- I'm just starting momhood, but I can relate. Right. <laughs> Oh God, it's it's ongoing, but you just you know what? You just keep getting stronger and you're just you just keep getting better at what you do and it doesn't ever end, but it's something it's a commitment. I'm gonna have to watch, I'm gonna totally check him out after this call. Yeah, fascinated. He's unbelievable. He doesn't have a filter. (laughs) That's okay. Um, What's wrong with that? I'm fine with that. It's it's fantastic though. He's amazing. He's on social media too. Um, I am always watching little clips and stuff, and there's always something relatable to everything he says. I'm sure there'll be people listening that know who he is. I'm surprised I don't, cause I'm into that stuff so hard. I'm totally going to. Oh, you would love it. You would love it. I'll, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Love it. All right, Penny, you're amazing. Everybody needs to follow Penny Melisolidis on all socials or her amazing design company, Lalu Designs. Thanks for coming on today. This was so fun. And thank you everyone so much for tuning in to be coming next on scene and stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.